Welcome to the Prolific Pulse Poetry Podcast. This is your host, Lisa Tomey. Tonight we'll be having an open mic with the Passion of Poetry group. We did this mic on November the 5th, and we'd like to share our poetry with you. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss this. Welcome, everybody, to the Passion of Poetry first official open oh. mic. Woo! Woo! Awesome. awesome. Okay, I hope everyone can hear me all right. I'm Kathy Jo Bryant from California, USA, and I'm going to read my first poem will be Autumn Wreath, and it's a haiku, so I'm going to read it twice. Festoon of fragrance, nature's leaves tied up with love, orange, red, and gold. Festoon of fragrance, nature's leaves tied up with love, orange, red, and gold. My second one is called Release Your Birds to the Sky. Don't be timid, don't be shy, express yourself, be bold, just try. Release those words like pure white birds, just learning how to fly. At first, when learning many times, they flutter to the ground. They need experience and strength. By practice, these are found. So pick up that pen, those faint of heart, Let those sweet birds take flight. Don't keep them caged within your mind. Let them soar to heaven's height. Okay, and here's the third one. Inspiration in light. I walked in the early morning upon a winding country road. The air was crisp and stillness reigned. A crystal clear brooklet flowed. The birds with their gentle voices transformed my soul inside. The sun's glorious rays of dappled light covered the rolling hillside. I took a deep and fragrant breath, infused with a thousand charms. Trees with leaves of myriad hues entranced me with wide open arms. Held spellbound by Mother Nature, she whispered contented sighs. If you want to be among the blessed, know she truly gratifies. That's my contribution, folks. <laughs> Beautiful contribution. That last one gave me chill bumps. Really like that. <laughs> well, thank you. Next will be Alala. This is Larry Richardson, a.k.a. Lala, uh, LaVette Robinson. Um, The first one is called Swoon. I am so honored over you to have the pleasure to swoon. Your love has a mystical impact on my emotions, just like the light on the earth from the rays of the moon. Darkness clearly gives way to its magnificence. As too, your love brings about in me a new aura of wisdom, strength, and confidence, enlightening the very essence that allowed the ordinary to become extraordinary, nurturing its garden to completion. 
maximizing beauty to its full potential, freely grow. Swoon. <laughs> the next word is crumble. Now sitting back, wondering, and in total awe about the challenges I was faced with and somehow made it through. The one thing that was constant during these times came in the form of a strong and beautiful woman such as you. You never left my side when times were hard as others did. Your love was a beacon of hope and inspiration that kept me moving forward, focusing my energies on a task that still lied ahead. With each challenge we both faced and put to rest, I grew stronger and realized that this love had and would successfully pass all of life's tests. Alone, I am nothing, and within the darkness, hopelessly fumble and stumble, but with us beef together, girl, I stand on a foundation that no matter what life throws at us, dare not crumble. Moment. We all will have a moment where we must either decide to embrace it or not take it. This is our time to shine, illuminating that which is in you to validation each and every time. Your inner drive to be and do your very best will be put to criticism and life's ongoing and never-ending tests. Remember, you are a part of something that is great, and don't let your own understanding and counsel decide your fate. Rely on God and life storms at that defining moment. He'll see you safely through, standing always proudly with and beside you. Moment. My contributions. Thank you very much. Very, very nice. And I think next would be Annette. Um, I wasn't going to do this one, but I think maybe I will. Um, this is my this, this is what got me back into poetry three years ago. It's my I'm getting divorced ticked off poem, but I know it by heart, supposedly. Hi, I'm Annette Tarpley. I'm from Virginia. <laughs> I didn't introduce myself, but everybody knows. Okay, it's called Broken Dreams. A love that flourished so fresh and new. A man who promised to be loyal and true. My heart I gave you to hold and to keep in arms they once held me as I went to sleep. Lips they merged holding steadfast at night. The morning then dawned and the sun did grow bright. You promised me you would love me for a lifetime you said our vows now spoken with the life together ahead. The love and the marriage was so wonderful and bliss but soon I realized something was amiss. You grew so cold and your touch I no longer felt and a love once true soon began to melt. A flame that burned so hot and true was now growing dimmer and no longer grew. My heart you held once near your own, the house where we live is no longer a home. Soon I watched as you grew distant and cold and wondered, will we be together as we grow old? Promises once spoken, love whispered in my ear, Come a bit closer and let me make this clear. You are no longer a man I yearn for. You're not a man one should love and adore. 
true love and respect were never part of the game. And once I realized this, things were never the same. A man of honor and integrity and truth you claimed to be. But then your true colors showed through and I began to see. None of these things ever were you. It was a picture you painted and a fairy tale you drew. The love and the marriage can no longer be saved. Love and time, these things you no longer gave. The marriage was a sham and I could no longer see. The man who once loved me was too long to be. My beauty, you indicated, was a passing thing after promised me forever and always with the ring. That is pretty, you said. That is me. How superficial and shallow can you really be? It's the exterior you look at, not the person within, and then say goodbye to us as you widen your grin. Through the years, you methodically tried to lessen my worth, but I'm so very strong and I'm giving birth to the me that I lost who once walked this earth. And new me it will be that I soon will unleash, a woman whose inadequate self-esteem will now cease. Never again will I allow another man who dictates, another man who withdraws affection or alienates. I will no longer mourn that man I thought you to be, for you're never this man, that man this now I see. A strong woman I am with beauty and grace, a woman who loves and looks beyond the face. Never again will I allow another man to define the wonderful person I am who's faithful, true, and kind. Ideals that once existed, they turned to broken dreams. A life appeared shattered, but is not what it seems. I go forth with confidence in the midst of new dreams. Dreams full of happiness, life that starts anew, embracing each day and following it through. To live my life as I wish from now on, a key factor being that you are now gone. Very, very nice. I'm impressed too that you can remember all of that. It was my therapy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sir. I'm going to have you uh, come on with yours. You can talk yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so. Uh, what I'm going to do, because obviously I've written a lot, obviously a lot of poems, I've, I've read a lot of poems from the book, so I decided to give you something that's not from the book. So something that uh, I wrote, and it's got a lot of hits online. And I think it was, it was written because of the summer. It's called Lazy Summer's Day, and I hope you like it. Pavement, pavements melt, the tarmac cracks. The city creaks as it awakes. It begins to yawn and stretch, slowly watch the sleep away. It happens each and every day on this lazy summer's day. On the streets, smooth jazz plays as lovers hold hands and sway. Move their feet in the dusty street. With each beat, with each breath, hearts begin to melt, begin to mold into one. As lovers dance their hearts away in the midnight sun, it happens each and every day on this lazy summer's day. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's, it's um, yeah, it's, uh, it's about summer, of course. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna now go to the book, which is, which is the, this one, yeah. Okay, so uh, this was a, fa uh, this, people have got their own favorites, but again, I'm, uh, I'm sticking to the, uh, to the theme of summer and, because it's really cold, cold grey and miserable here. So I'm going to talk about uh, paradise. This one is called Paradise. The water soothes the flame, the dying itch, little by little, bit by bit. I go deep, I go under, I open my eyes, I begin to wonder. 
and look out at the vastness, the majesty that surrounds me. The pure white sand goes hand in hand with the deep blue sea. I smile, for I can see for miles and miles, as I am in paradise, for I have left the dull and grey behind. It is left under layers of memories that lies disregarded in the four corners of my mind. Paradise. <laughs> yep. Okay, so I'm, I want to... I want to end with blue. So uh, it was quite funny, actually, when I was putting this book together, apparently I had a few poems that were called blue. So I think I had blue on my, my mind, but this is the, the one that's called blue. OK. Um, OK. Take it in your hands, mold it to your will, control and contain it. Keep it still. Extract the juice, milk out the little things that can cause havoc and harm. Sculpture and shape it, transform it to a soothing balm. Something that will give you solace when no solace can be found. Lift you up from the ground, take you to a place of tranquility. Soon you'll, be soon you'll find yourself in the midst of purity. Without a sign of negativity to pollute the, the palate, to dilute the tongue. Leave the bitter taste in your mouth. Choke the air, air that, that you breathe out, in and out. Day after day to fill you up, take the bad things away till you find yourself bathing in luxury. For once in your life, you are free from the negative influences around you as you wake up each morning in a perfect view. Gone are the grey skies, but all you see is blue. Very nice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So there are my three. I can, uh, and if there's time, I can read some more if, if you want some more. So okay. thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. I'm going to start with a song for those of you who don't know that I occasionally can pen a song. Okay. Oh, I'm from the United States, from Delaware. Okay. The stars I'm wishing on. It's your eyes I keep seeing when I close my own at night. And the memory of your kisses are the demons I can't fight. You're the one I'm coming back to, even though it's always wrong. You're a worn stone in my pocket, all the stars I'm wishing on. Once upon another time, in a world that blew away, you climbed inside my secrets and promised me you'd stay. Gullible and laughable, a crazy fool it seems. I held my arms wide open while you buried all my dreams. Too soon you were a stranger racing far away from me. Yes, a love and all its glory is a prize I'll never see. I'm still searching for that stranger in every face I meet on the edges of the jazz towns where old churches line the streets. In the Sunday morning smiles of the sinners and the saints, where rivers bend before me, not a single path is straight. You're the one I'm coming back to, even though it's always wrong. You're a worn stone in my pocket, all the stars I'm wishing on. All the stars I'm wishing on. The stars I'm wishing on. By Jill Sharon Kimmelman. 
I have a short poem on friendship, and I feel very strongly about friendship and frequently write poems about it. But I wanted to read one that has not yet been submitted. Well, actually, I'm sorry, it has, but I rewrote it. So I guess you'd say this is my version after publication. Friends to the end. True friends celebrate your victories. They believe in your crazy dreams. They show up somewhere on your bucket list. Love that your heart, like a favorite flower, opens its blossoms to welcome you home, even if it's been quite a while. True friends understand and appreciate the beauty and blessing of companionable silence. They sense when a hug is needed and when to back away for a little while. They embrace the magical healing power of a shared meal, equally delicious conversation, and the gift of a million mixed memories. A true friend is an unedited poem who will hold you tight, whisper words of comfort and humor, and love you forever, knowing that you, without a moment's hesitation, will always do the same. To my beloved friends, you are, each one of you, priceless gems who I shall cherish, net, treasure, admire, trust, believe in, and love in this life and in all the ones to follow. Thank you for the greatest gift of all, the gift and the blessing of our loving friendship. I wrote this for my young protege. Her name is Elizabeth. Good tears. A rush of tears surprised. They are not sad nor crazy or clearing a path headed halfway to keening. They do not scald or my cheeks nor leave me bereft. These are good tears. Tears to save and to savor, tears of celebration and precious beginnings to nourish and to nurture. If I could save these salty gifts of mourning, I would collect them in my toothbrush glass, string them with sun-blazed fiery opals, and ask only that when you secure this necklace of tears and opals at my throat, please remember to leave a trail of winged kisses to warm my winter chilled skin. Jill Sharon Kimmelman. Thank you. I mute myself. Sorry. Thank you so much. Wonderful. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, I guess it's my turn. This is called Energies for the World. Flushing the Negatives. 
drawing energies, transmuting through purple flame, keeping hope alive, seeking the positive. Archangels keep watch over the world of all worlds, keeping hope alive. Perpetual healing, channeled energy, healing for the wounds of life, keeping hope alive. And Kathy Joe, would you happen to have something else to share with us? Okay. The pipe organist. I sit and watch the organist as he practices his piece. His fingers fly across those keys with loads of expertise. Rich notes just echo from the loft and mingle oh so sweet. His feet know how to dance about and add deep tones replete. A lady who reads music too turns pages as he plays. It's just amazing how he knows the majestic organ's ways. He pulls the stops to change the sounds, so many in vast array. I close my eyes and open my heart to rich music heard today. I have a couple of small ones here. Um, one of them is, I think you call it alliteration, where all the words begin with the same letter. Tantalizing temptations. Tantalizing temptations try the temperament, teasing the thoughts till they transcend triumphant tranquility. And then this one is a limerick. <laughs> Grandma's rocker. There once was a grandma named Rose who loved to write poetry and prose. She'd write in her rocker but twas quite a shocker when she'd sleep there all night in her clothes. <laughs> so that's my three. <laughs> okay, Lala, you're next. Because of you. Before you came, I never knew love. It was just a word or thought I was always thinking of. Hoping one day of it, I would find someone who was true with a love that was legitimate. Now you have come and suddenly brightened up my day with the things that you do and the sweet words that you say. My family and friends keep asking, Larry, why do you feel this way? I try to tell them that love has finally come and in my life it'll always stay. My family and friends don't understand or even have a clue. But the reason that I feel this way, baby, is all because of you. Forever no more. I donned the mask of loneliness because love for me has always been a miss. I felt my life was about to change and would never ever be quite the same. It was then when I realized that the prize I needed and wanted was always right before my eyes. Your beauty and glory should be the topic of many a love story. Many will pay the ultimate price to get a glimpse of or even experience a love so true. Driven by the desire to quench and complete the bonding of the souls 
and take it to a level no human has ever known has been both evolved from its basic core. Baby, loneliness will, ne- will be forever no more. Stand light. Stand tall in your light for all to see. And like a beacon in the darkness, you are meant to be. Giving strength to those when giving up is what they believe and providing hope so they too can move triumphantly toward their dreams. Within you lies the ability to achieve and your light is the beauty that all will truly see. Thanks. I'm going to read The Mosaics of My Mind by Annette Wingert Harpley. In the mosaics of my mind are times both good and sad, times when I have rejoiced, thankful for what I had. As bits and pieces of my life have made me who I am, they lay out creating a work of art, my story's diagram. In the mosaics of my mind, there were moments of, there were moments of gloom, steadfast in my faith, my situations did not consume. For I always kept in mind that this too eventually will pass. I was strong in constitution, not fragile like broken glass. In the mosaics of my mind, I knew who I would become, a woman who could withstand storms, my eye on the rising sun. I'm capable of compassion. I can feel another's pain. I can find joy in another's happiness and what in life they gain. In the mosaics of my mind, I abhor prejudice and hate. I believe one has control over their destiny and fate. Never one to like toxicity, I prefer a harmonious life, one that I can happily enjoy, not laden with the burden of strife. In the mosaics of my mind, I am content in who I have become. I want to positively impact another's life before each day is done. I want to live each day to its fullest, something new each day to find. I want others to finally remember me when it becomes the end of my time. Mosaics in my mind. I'll do the relinquishing day. This one, this one, I, I had recently, about three weeks ago, I had three raccoons, little raccoons, all about the same size, visit me about 12 feet away from me outside when I was outside one night. They were drinking from my little uh, bird bath and didn't seem to be scared. So, um, so somebody said, oh, you need to put that in the poem. So I managed to put that in this poem. Um, oops, I'm sorry. Um, something funky happened. I'm trying to make it. Oh, I see. Um, so the relinquishing day. As the still of the night relinquishes its hold to the dawn of a new day, I sit here and marvel at the wonders the sun reveals and displays. Trees loomed over me at night, ominous figures they appeared to be. Once the daylight shined, friendly companions with beautiful leaves. Three masked mischievous creatures visited me last night, three raccoons. In the daytime, they take their rest to later return with the rising moon. Squirrels have left their home and their nests in the trees. They now frolic on the ground, chasing each other without care, so free. The chipmunks begin to approach me so close, they look at me and stare, searching on the ground for nuts. None have been thrown out. They are not there. I can hear the caw of the crow. It soon turns into a loud warning shriek. 
A black cat slinks around, yearning to look in a nest just to take a peek. I see a rabbit nibbling on grass, moistened with the morning dew. A while later, he hops away, searching for something else delicious and new. Then I hear the gentle coos of two cozy morning doves. Although their coos are rather haunting, they nestle together as if in love. The sun, once high above in the sky, descends, rendering a beautiful and colorful display. The brilliance of the luminous moon as the sun relinquishes its power of the ending day. Thank you. I guess we'll bring Sarf on. Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> okay. Um, I was, I've often been called the romantic poet. So I'm going to give you something romantic on this very, uh, very nice night. Okay. Uh, this is called something magical. Some kind of wonderful to tantalize and tease, to breathe of the breath of fresh air, a cool summer breeze. Those warm summer nights when lovers walk hand in hand, serenading each other to the music of the jazz band. On nights like these, cats come out from the cars to join us as we dance underneath the stars. To serenade, to serenade, to waltz in time. There was something magical that night when your eyes met mine. Our words collided for the very first time. You put a spell on me that I could not let go of. You touched my heart, you gave me love. Some kind of wonderful to tantalize and tease with just one look. You melted my heart. You brought me to my knees. <laughs> That's something, something magical. Uh, would you like another? Is, it, is there, yeah, another romantic one um, with just one look? With one look, she lured me in, began to figure me out, covered me with her beauty, with her end never-ending glow. In time, I moved to her rhythm, I moved to her flow. I fell, I felt head over heel there and then, in that, very in that very second, in that very moment, I was captured in time in a love sublime. I fell into her arms in a hypnotic trance. She took me, to, she took me by the hand and led me to the dance. We swayed all night until the early morning night when she gazed into my eyes. It was then it was there and then I let her see the real me, for there was no need for masks, there was no need for disguise. We reveled for a moment in what had gone on before. We looked into each other's heart's desires and love began to pour. Yeah, another romantic one as well. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I'll go ahead. This one's called Secrets. Some of the best secrets are not kept hidden away. They are the most obvious, as plain as the light of day. Yet, people are left with their senseless mundings of daily treks. Our heart can be broken to pieces, and others won't know when one's wept. Stand for the glory of lovers. Sit for the knowledge of man. Kindred is more than blood. Love is more than be swept. Know what is about the throbbing. Stay for the aching of hearts. This one's New York. A college student, Midwestern planted, landed in New York, eyes wide open. Granted a chance to practicum in the city of cities, you might say. It was post my mother's passing. 
I needed the time to sort my emotions and stay focused on studies. Massive empire of buildings, standing tall, sweating from the heat mixed with pollution, trekking to the subway, early morning trot, accurate sense of night lingering in the boughs, subway to bus, dropping by Little Neck for my stint with the agency, helping little babies, ones who were marked, sadly but truly determined to survive. Lives of sweet innocence must make it for sure and find sweet, loving homes. Once back to my temporary abode, clearing my olfactory portals, supping on meager findings, counting myself fortunate. Life has a funny way of taking you to places you never thought you would go. One Saturday, I went to the World Trade Center. Yes, all was well back then. Now looking back, how fortunate I was to have that experience overseeing Lady, Lady Liberty. Many a time I would go to the Metropolitan, enjoying the vastness of artists who've long gone, crying tears at Monet, astounded at the colors, the shapes, the sizes, and to ride to the mountains, say I have been to Woodstock, gather with folk musicians and the scent of the flowers in my room. Life takes us on journeys, never forgotten. This one took me into a life of home. Hi, everybody. Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> there we are. I was wondering if I was going to get I fixed the it on my end. <laughs> oh, sorry. thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, it seems like Facebook and the world have fallen in love with, with this. So at least today, I feel kind of like I'm in a spotlight. And in America, we've all been glued to our devices trying to find out who's going to be our new president. So I wanted to focus on peace. And I wrote a poem called Let Peace In, and it's been made into a song, and it was released in the middle of last night to a lot of kudos and accolades. I don't know how to handle all of that, so I'll just share it with you and say thank you to everyone who took the time to comment. Let Peace In by Jill Sharon Kimmelman. When your past is climbing fences just to pound upon your door at 3 a.m., forgive yourself, look ahead, let peace in. When those technicolor dreams douse your heart with hot splashed pain, show them you're clean as morning face, forgive yourself, look ahead, let peace in. When today is screaming, shooting, shouting, far too much for you to bear, forgive yourself, look ahead, let peace in. If it's killing you to peer into tomorrow at the sight of dead kids and their clinging goats, then drown your pill caches in all of your houses. Run! Fast as the wind, go now to begin. All is forgiven. Look ahead, let peace in.
Throw your doors open wide. Tear the blinds from your eyes. Look ahead. Look beyond. And please, please, please let peace in. This poem was inspired by a quote that I read by E.M. Forster in the book Howard's End. It was, the quote was given to a woman to speak. My idea has always been that if we could bring the mothers of various nations together, then there would be no more war. Imagine if we could do that. Thank you. Lisa, did you want me to share another poem? I would love you to. Okay. Um, I also have a blue, and it's, it's very different, so I truly hope I'm not treading on anyone's toes. Okay. This happens to be called blue as well. And I, by the way, I loved the version of blue that you gave. It was wonderful. I don't know your name, and I'm sorry about that, but I want you to know um, I'm praising you to the skies. Thank you. <laughs> um, someone um, with a gorgeous accent, red, blue. Okay, blue. For a long time, she was yours. A secret locked up tight, known only to your head and heart. And then, one day, one blue sky day, I heard your name, and fast, like rain, my questions came. Who is she, this charmer with red hair and blue eyes? The blue of cornflowers and delphiniums, blooms that scent summer gardens, or the azure blue of the Mediterranean Sea and star-scattered midnight skies. Perhaps she is a prima ballerina, trailing brilliance and peony pink ribbons, or a painter to be found at her canvas on early morning, cinnamon-scented coffee cooling within reach. You have given her the shelter and the honor of your name. She carries it still, a blue ribbon for a long-ago first place. Faded now and gently frayed, I ask myself the questions I should be asking you, reaching deep for answers in bottomless wells, bottomless dry wells. Sometimes I think I would give my heart full and newly bold for a kind of recognition and its privileges that belong only to her alone. She dwells in sunlight. I have found a place within the shadows where I will wait for you. A black rose on a white horse, somebody else's Prince Charming at the end of my little girl fairy tale. Nice. Did I use up my time, or do you have room for a happy love poem? Love to hear a happy love poem. Okay. 
by the way, that was a true story and it wasn't mine, but like everyone else, I like to create that bond between the reader as immediately as possible. And I think we all know that when we write in first person, everyone feels that sense between a narrator and a reader. So most of my poems have nothing to do with my life, but you'll hear them in first person. This one is an exception. I wrote it for my husband who's in the hospital yet again. Your Hands by Jill Sharon Kimmelman. I feel them, your hands everywhere, as if there were dozens, not just two. I need them on my skin, feathery fingertips so fine, sun-brown palms bringing a blush to my skin, all the while stroking me, playing me, as if I am an instrument of unimagined work, conjured, selected, delivered, a splendid feast of enchantment. I feel them, your hands everywhere, like a blanket washed a thousand times, just so it can be this soft. Every patch of skin, Every supple limb whispers a sassy message to my brain, wild, clamoring me, seeking its song, a sweet refrain, again and again and again. Your hands cast spells of wondrous magic. I have little desire to understand why, only to accept that without the gift of those hands, I will never be completely whole. Thank you. Well, we pray that your husband has soon out to the hospital and doing much better. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. At this point, um, I just want to see who wants to volunteer to do any more poetry. If no one minds, I would. Go ahead. Are you sure? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. You spoke you guys, I was fortunate enough to be able to be selected to write the back cover of a glorious anthology called Sensibilities. And its editor and contributing poetess from the Philippines, Ayo, everyone knows her as Ayo. This is her favorite poem. And so I've prepared it for this evening in the chance that I might get to read it. Okay. It's called Trading Wishes. It was winter. The only posies to be found had been forced into bloom in some distant hothouse that turned them into hybrids and stole their scent away. I wrote you a letter proposing a porch swing to share and hours upon hours of unhurried conversation. Do you remember? Finally, spring has arrived. The flowers on my bedside table are luscious, sun-drenched yellow tulips and the streets 
Beneath my windows are ablaze with magnificent blooms. As far back as I remember, once I had my longed-for license to drive in one hand and the keys to my very own sleek automobile in the other, I would celebrate spring's arrival with a long drive to nowhere in particular, cruising with the top down and the radio turned up loud. Well, springtime calls to another lucky girl, my sweet Allegra Bell, behind the wheel of my cherished candy apple car. And I believe that the time has come to trade in my porch swing wish with you or drive to nowhere in particular. Perhaps a picnic, yummy things to eat, fried chicken, blackberry cobbler, and mangoes so perfectly ripe that the juice drips down our chins. Endless pictures of Bellinis made with Vouvet Clicquot champagne. You will drive. We can talk about poems, books, music, our separate histories, the gift and the blessing of our beautiful, unlikely friendship, cooking from the heart, and how we honor those very special storytellers, for they were our earliest muses. Hours will pass unnoticed. Whispers of wishes will come to settle in our hearts and minds, and we will scribble the words of friendship and connection on the canvas of each other's souls. And though it is just a wish whispered into the wind. I know that you will pick it up, dust it off, and never ever forget the girl who wished you into it. And though we may never share a porch swing, take that leisurely drive on hidden roads, swig the finest of champagnes, or make angels in the snow. I celebrate the gift of our enduring friendship. There will be a cloudless azure sky, a reason for joy. And on that glorious spring afternoon, it will indeed be enough. Trading Wishes by Jill Sharon Kimmelman. Wow, that's really wonderful. Thank you. So remember earlier I did my grouchy, I'm getting divorced. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first oh, gotcha. you ever read to me. So I want to, um, can, can I read one that is a romantic one that isn't gripey? Yes. Yeah, it might be refreshing. If I kind of <laughs> put the rest of the picture away. And I haven't, I don't even know if I've read this um, ever before. It's for my book. There you go. Um, it's called Your Breath. <laughs> um, next to you, I lie at night. I feel your breath on my cheek. My ear, it lies on your chest, listening to every heartbeat. 
The rise and fall with every breath mimics the ebb and flow of the tide. There is a comfort in this rhythm and pure joy I feel being by your side. Peaceful you look as I gaze upon you with your eyes closed. Gently I bestow kiss on your lids. My kisses trail down to your nose. I ponder as I watch and know without you life would be incomplete. Tears form in my eyes, a drop cascades down your cheek as you sleep. You are the other half of me, without you I cease to exist. To live without you would bring heartache and turmoil, no longer bliss. Now and again, I look back upon the day when we did first meet. Your eyes look like pools of the ocean, the tides and sand at your feet. You are my everything, my night, my love, and my only, my one and only. To you and only you, I dedicate my heart and soul. It is yours solely. I've got one. Um, this is a, this is not in the book, so it's a, it's a newie. So, um, but it's called like the Manhattan skyline, and I hope you like it. For far too long, pollution and the dust are reflected from the glass of those steel fortresses that stood in line, a vast metropolis intertwined with its chrome domes and marble pillars, with colours that smear themselves across the downtown, downtown sky at dusk. For far too long they burned into his retina, right through his memory, every thought he'd ever had, all those things that once made him sad filled him up with missed opportunities and regrets, thought he'd rather forget, pulsated like a heartbeat that skipped in the beating time, sprawled across his mind like the Manhattan skyline. Thank you, thank you. Uh, any time for more? One more? Can you do another one? Yeah, this is a... I think I think I think we're feeling in a romantic kind of mood, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw another one into the mix called When You Were Mine. I thought I'd captured and contained you, framed and immortalized you, impres imprisoned you in metal and glass, placed you neatly upon my mantelpiece. Your smile permeate permeates, your smile clouds my judgment, it pulls, stretches and breaks my heart cuts it into a thousand pieces. Night after night, I pay for my mistakes. Night after night, my body shivers and aches. But every time I look at you and your smile, every time I look at your photograph, your eyes, your eyes beguile, brings it all back to me, crucifies me a thousand times, maybe more. Now I know you'll never know, never knew the value of things since you left me. You took my wedding ring, left me with a heart that cannot break no more. A photograph is all that I have left to remind me of what what I once what once, ha once had, once upon a time, long ago when you were mine. I don't think that's uh, that in, that romantic. It's a bit sad, isn't it? <laughs> it's lovely. <laughs> Thank um, you. Actually, I need to butt in again, and I won't butt in anymore. This will be the last time, but... Um, our friends and I just wrote a couple of poems for our book that we're going to make do. I have a short one, if anyone would like to hear it. Yeah, jump in. Okay. This is my first open mic, so please, apologize. please accept my apologies if anything I've 
that are done in my enthusiasm to support everyone has has um, been inappropriate. I just I'm loving hearing so many um, beautiful accents and and voices that I've been following on Annette's beautiful site, and this is the very first time I've heard these voices. So I celebrate each and every one of you. And it seems the magic poem, the magic is my book, my book, my book. Well, I don't have a book yet. Um, I'm working on a book with someone amazing, another poet, and it's a unique poetry book, and I hope you'll all love it. But for right now, the only thing I can offer is my invitation, and you are all most welcome. Please come check out my Facebook page. It's called You Are the Poem, and there's a capital Y. Okay, and this poem is called You Are the Poem. It is shared with love for all who wait. You are the poem. I will wait for you. You are the poem that fills my heart each and every morning. I sip my coffee from our mismatched shelf of mugs preferring to select your rooster mug with a tiny chip. Remember, you bent to kiss sweet kisses upon my lips and it slipped from my grasp. I keep myself warm, bundled deep within your sweaters and nourish my spirit from the pages of your letters. You are the dream that I will awaken from when I feel your true kiss upon my cheek. Come home safe to me. Lovely. Thank you. Yeah, one of the things that I've done is go on SoundCloud and record it's, you know, maybe three of my poems so far and, and put them out there. And it does kind of make a difference when you actually you hear yourself read your poem and then when you hear other people read their poems, it, it adds a whole different, you know, element to it. It's, it. That's one of the things I'm enjoying about doing the podcast is people are reading their poems and just you put the emotions behind the words come through and it's a whole different experience. It's one of the reasons I like these open mics. It's awesome. Lisa, may I mention about the sparrow? If yes. anyone is still unfamiliar, the sparrow is out of Sri Lanka. It is a volunteer organization and they put together the most wonderful videos. They're free. They give you a playlist on YouTube and your own channel on the Sparrow, and you are recording your own poetry and sending them the audio file and the text of your poem. And they create a video with the images that they have and that you are the one that the voice rings over all of those images. And they do a fabulous job. They're new. They're overwhelmed right now with poets wanting to be a part of this definitely alternative tradition, alternative way of publishing. But it is a definite new publishing platform. And I strongly recommend that anyone who wants 
to narrate their own poem and be the proud owner of these beautiful poetry videos, contact the Sparrow or contact me and I'll be happy to introduce you. Yes, I have a playlist too there and I was I owe them some, they ran on my recordings because they recorded them all. And so the problem is that I usually do my recording about, I don't know, 40 or 50 times before I find one that I like. So, it's, I, uh, you know, you sit there and listen to yourself and you think, ah, but um, yeah, it's really a great thing. Would anyone like to hear a flower poem? Yeah, I got sure. a flower poem too. You go ahead and do yours. Annette, what a surprise. <laughs> okay. Um, this poem was in the anthology Sensibility, and Sensibility was 20 countries represented and 84 poets. And it was a great honor to be chosen to write the back cover of the book and to have three of my poems in that book. It's a pretty amazing anthology. I believe there are still copies on Amazon. And also they have a collector's edition, which is gorgeous. It's very limited. So if you're interested, you can check them out. It's called Sensibility. This poem met the qualifications. It's called A Single Decision. If you found them at your door, a crush of pale pink peonies, alluring, breathtaking, compelling, dropped without so much as a note, near to wilting from hours without water. Tell me, would you take them in or toss them out? They will still bloom beautifully, releasing their potent nectar in sweet dashes of scent because they were rescued just in time by you. Don't go away. We'll be right back. I'm going to read Weaving 101 Intersections. You never know from row to row when the loom is set or random weft. The thrill of gliding, the shuttle rarely idling, seeing the intersections as the beater changed sections. It takes patience and pulse for results. Hope is alive for beauty that comes with such duty. At the end of the rows, when the last threads are closed and the fringe is displayed, one is rarely dismayed. Such are life's intersections from various directions. The results as we tarry may be those we will carry. Lovely. Thank you. Mm -hmm. This little poem <laughs> is kind of a cute one because on another uh, poetry group, one of the top poets um, showed a picture of a little daisy beside the sidewalk where he walked his little dog. And I thought it was so adorable. I had to write a poem about it. And it's called The Lonely Daisy. The lonely daisy, wayside joy, so full of love without alloy, but no one cared or seemed to see just how much joy that she could be. A little doggy on her walk stopped her human and did balk. Lonely Daisy 
then could see that pick was taken. Oh, glory be. <laughs> then he saw lonely Daisy pick. It made their heart of love go tick. Now lonely Daisy's not alone, bright because her light of love has shone. <laughs> so the, we sh he shared the picture of the Daisy that was all lonely beside the walk. And so she wasn't lonely anymore. Uh, I've got one more poem before I go to bed. Okay. <laughs> I thank you, Lisa. I'll, I'll just read this last one. Um, and it's called uh, Astronaut. And it's about obviously an astronaut out in, in space. Circling, spiraling, I'm spinning on an axis in between the shadows of the stars. In Every day I search for you, but deep down I know who you are. I'm lost, locked in between time and space, but everywhere I look, I see your face, I see your smile. In the vastness, in the abyss, I'm tortured by the memory, by your kiss. As I circle, as I spiral, in between the rockets and the stars, I see the earth revolving in the distance, and I can't help wondering where you are. Mm. That's called Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Great. May I yeah. do one that I've mm -hmm. never recorded before? Okay. As many of you know, um, my name is Jill, and my dad's name was Jack. They were expecting a boy, but back in the 60s, you know, we didn't have ultrasounds. So the doctor didn't say, you're having a boy or a girl. So they picked out a name, and it was going to be Jill if I was a girl, and Jeffrey if I was a boy. And my mom said she was sure that it was going to be Jeffrey. And my dad was absolutely thrilled that he was able to name me his Jill. So this is for my dad, who I only had for the first 18 years of my life. And this was a poem that I wrote to thank um, someone up there, including my dad, who brought me the great love of my life my husband, Kathy Joe from Alabama, he'll like this. Okay. Thank you very much, Lisa. It's an honor to wrap up this wonderful evening with my personal poem to my dad. It's called For Jack from his Jill. Dad, you live inside my heart. You fill me with wisdom. You give me gossamer wings to allow my imagination to soar as never before. Soaring beyond all earthbound dreams and ground-stalled expectations. Somehow, you found a way in heaven above to place my beloved Bubala upon my path. How did you figure out that a boy from rural Alabama and your beloved first daughter, a former Jewish American princess from New Jersey, were meant to share an extraordinary journey in this life and in all the lives to follow. It's a magical pairing, a miraculous mystery forever to remain unsolved. For you see, there's no need to unravel such a glorious gift, simply an acceptance, one mensch recognizing another.
Dad, not a day goes by that I do not celebrate you. I will love you until I take my final breath. What an extraordinary gift it has been to be the Jill to your Jack. Thank you for the 18 wonderful years we shared. And when my time comes, I know you will be waiting with open arms to welcome me home. What a glorious reunion that will be. Happy Father's Day, Dad. Love forever, Jill. Well, thank you all so much for coming to this tonight. We'll have to do this again. have great news. We have an anthology coming up. It's called Heartbeats. We're accepting submissions. Heartbeats is an anthology about the various aspects of what makes us tick or makes a heart beat. This will be about love, life, happiness, anything that makes life more joyful or tolerable. Let's face it, these are tough times and there have been many events in 2020 which have many of us shaking our heads and wringing their hands. People who were once friends have gone their separate ways. Some are soul-searching, examining life more closely, as time has lent more for this. Heartbeats is about working through and maybe even overcoming these challenges. It is about what brings smiles to our faces, or at least in our hearts. So it's about so many different things, so many different aspects of love and life and hope. If you would like to submit to Heartbeats, Please send an email to prolificpulse at gmail.com and in the subject line put heartbeats and I'll be glad to send you information about how to submit. Thank you so much and you have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Prolific Pulse Poetry Podcast. If you would like to be on our show, please send an email to prolificpulse at gmail.com. That's prolificpulse at gmail.com. Thank you and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.
Thank you.